I'm Agent Phil Coulson with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's quite a mouthful. I know. We're working on it. A.K.A. Chip Sella, and joining me once again, the one, the only, the amazing, the astonishing, the spirit of me- mediocrity himself, Agent Andy Ant-Man Urquhart. How you doing, Agent? Yes, very good, very good. I've had a marvelous week. A, a marvelous week. A strange week, you could say, a strange week. Ah, you know, fire. Oh, so, you got to see Doctor Strange this week. I did. Uh, obviously, no spoilers at all. No, spo- no spoilers. Uh, I, I loved it. Hmm? No, of course. I, I loved the movie. I thought it was excellent. Uh, eight, 8 out of 10 for me. 8 out of 10, okay. Uh, yep. Where does it rank in Marvel movies? Uh, it's, it's definitely up there. Not as good as The Winter Soldier. Like That's still the, the high bar for me, but it's de- definitely up there, top 5 in the, the MCU. Okay. Um, two after credit scenes. Okay, that 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 is important. We we do allow. Yep. Uh, that. So two after credit scenes. I actually am booked to see it Friday and Saturday. Nice. Yeah, I I did go and see it in three D. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I I thought it would be beneficial for me to see it in three D, mm-hmm. but it it really. Andy? It really wasn't, to be honest. I, I didn't think... We lost you there for a minute, Andy. <laughs> yep, yeah, I lost you for a second there, though. It was odd. Um, so. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it at all, so... Alright. I have a feeling... What is happening? I don't know what is happening, but I'm going to try shutting some shit down. <laughs> just to see if that helps. I had problems last night on uh, B team, but it was only it was only with uh, Ryan. Everybody else came through fine. Mm, that's weird. So, but uh, I'll I'll try shutting some shit down and seeing if that helps. Um, <coughs> all right, so uh, I'm sorry. I like I said, we kind of lost you there. Does the three is this one that needs to be seen in three D or not? 
I, I don't think so. I mean, maybe if maybe if you're going to see it, because I think you go and see it in like IMAX 3D. Yeah. 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 So it may, it may be worth going to see it in that. You, you can let us know uh, next week once you've seen it. But seeing it in normal 3D, honestly, this is the last uh, like 3D movie that I'll ever go and see. Because with the visuals and everything like that, I was like, this is going to absolutely pop in 3D. Can't wait to see it in 3D. It's going to be wait. And I'm just like, watching the movie, I'm like, this isn't adding anything to it wearing these glasses. Like, I wish I I wish I could wait to see this in 2D and didn't have to wear these stupid fucking glasses. Mm. Like, <laughs> like it, they, what they did in th- the 3D bits was really just didn't add to the film at all. It was very little. But, I mean, the, the movie itself and the effects are phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Like you've you've seen bits of it yourself already, obviously, so you, you kind of know what you're getting in for. But yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I don't think you need to go and see see it in three D. Well, but great great movie, I, I loved it. Already bought the tickets, so <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I know, I know, I know you are, but just for for the for the audience, um, yeah. Ali Ali, however, hated the movie. He thought it was terrible, but we know how cynical he is. <laughs> Yeah, Ali doesn't have good taste. We know that for a fact. <laughs> no, he does not. He does not. But yeah, phenomenal movie. Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange is absolutely on point. Okay. So good. I am looking... I am very much looking forward to it. Mm. So. All right. So, we have... First of all, we need to apologize. We were not able to do a show last week. Uh, scheduling. Bottom line, yep. Andy and I, and Andy, usually we record the show Wednesday nights. Andy's up at two in the morning over there in England. By the way, it's uh, daylight saving. Scotland. Scotland. Sorry. I'm not in England. Oh, wow. Bad hoes. Bad hoes. Yeah, bad. bad chip. Wow. Okay, Andy's over in the UK and in Scotland where it's a five-hour time difference. Is that going to get screwed up next week when we go to Daylight Savings Time? Uh, no, it will come back in line because I'm an hour closer to you right now. Oh, okay. All right. So we'll go back to the same. But okay. we'll, we'll, there's other news that is afloat that I need that we'll need to we'll discuss off-air that will uh, that will make change things up a little bit. We'll, we'll discuss that off-air. All right. Um, so anyways... Uh, so last week we were not able to do a show, uh, it sounds like we might be changing the days we do this, but, um, (laughs) and then, uh, between weekends and Halloween and everything else, we were never able to be able to get time together. So we're actually recording two shows tonight and we're going to do, we're going to do away with news tonight and Twitter. And then next week we will deal with. Uh, will probably be an all-new show because S.H.I.E.L.D. is on a hiatus until November 29th. So we have three weeks. Yeah. Is is that because of the election, yeah? One week is because of the election. Uh, they're doing a David Blaine special uh, the week of the Why? 15th. And then I think it's a two-hour Dancing with the Stars Thanksgiving week. Mm. I, I think we can still do the tweets. All right. I think we can squeeze those in because they're, they're not. That's not too many. All right. So, but we're going to get right into it tonight and uh, start with episode five, right? Is that it? Yep. Yep. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> All right. And what was it? And what was episode five called, Andy? 
So episode five was called Lock Up. Okay. So the, in this episode, uh, we, we kicked off with a flashback where we saw Joseph Bauer and Lucy finding the Darkhold book. There was a, I don't know if you noticed in this room, right, but there was a Voltara poster on the wall. All right. Voltara. Okay. I didn't, I, I didn't get a chance to, like, look this up, but, like, does that ring a bell to you? Because, like, it, it, it brings, like, a distant memory to me somewhere. No. It's something. I mean, I can Google it. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem to be anything. But yeah, Vol- Voltara, it, and it looked like uh, a lady at a circus of some sort. I do but I don't think it's anything. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, this book has uh, blank pages that fill up before their eyes, and it seemingly it's different for every person. Like it seems to be in a different language. It's in their first language. I think it's the same content, though. I believe, because I'm pretty sure they're reading the same thing, just in a different language. Now, in the, in the end of the present day, uh, Joseph is in the hospital. He's obviously woken up from his coma. Uh, Coulson and Mac are visiting him, and he sees Coulson with the, the black eyes. So he's obviously been infected by the ghost Lucy. He tells them that he buried the book back where uh, back where he found it, and that uh, Lucy has gone after it. Uh, he then dies. <laughs> so he had a very, very short role in this episode. Uh, we see that ghost Lucy has the book, but it doesn't work for her because she's a ghost and she can't turn the pages. She cannot touch them. I, I, I thought it was quite a, kind of funny because she's just like trying to turn the page and yep. nothing's happening. Well, she tries <laughs> it's, to, it's weird though because like she she can turn mm. the pages, but she can't touch them. Mm. And you oh, mean, she seems to be able to turn them. She seems to be able to turn them at first, but then like. Uh, then the book goes, hold on a minute, you're not real. And go, and it goes, nope, nope, nothing's happening here. So it kind of seems like the book's got a bit of a consciousness to it of some sort. Uh, so Coulson's team doesn't tell the director about their findings about the, the dark hold and whatnot. Um, uh, that obviously, it's this book and they're going after it and whatnot. So they, they just don't bother to inform the director of any of this. They're like, nah, he doesn't need to know about this. We're just a way off on a mission. Uh, Coulson does say, though, that Fury had no problem opening up Pandora's box from time to time, but even he was afraid of this thing, so the Darkhold. So Fury obviously knew about the Darkhold. Right. As we know, that Fury gave Coulson that little black box that had all of his like information in it, and uh, Coulson's clearly read it very thoroughly to get every possible little mention of Nick Fury in the episode as possible. <laughs> Uh, so basically, they plan to take Eli Morrow into into their custody because they uh, they think that he's the only one who's going to be able to shed some more light in the situation. Because basically, everyone else to do with it is dead or a ghost who's not for talking. Uh, Coulson then asks May if she wants to go to prison because it could be Taco Tuesday. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to go to prison if it's Taco Tuesday. I don't like, want to go to prison. We don't have Taco don't, Tuesday here. I don't want to go to prison, and I don't want prison tacos. <laughs> but ta- Taco Tuesday though that, that's, that sounds like it should be a thing I, I'm, I'm sure it is a thing over, over there it for is, you guys but we don't, we don't really have tacos here, here. Yes. because mm. I'm sure it was in the Lego movie was it not they had the Taco yes. Tuesday yes yeah 
Uh, meanwhile, Simmons worries about her lie detector test that's coming up. Uh, she she doesn't want any more secrets, but she's also pissed off that Fitz kept Ada from her. Because Fitz is trying to talk to her and she's just like trying not to listen. Uh, and he's trying to tell her more secrets and she's like, just shut up. Don't tell me anything else. Now, uh, over at Southridge Penitentiary, which is the, the prison where Eli Morrow is, uh, Coulson wants to know uh, what May saw when she died. She's just like, nope, not telling you. Because obviously he's he went through a kind of similar experience, but when he doesn't remember anything that happened when he died because he was resurrected and the Tahiti, all the Tahiti stuff has wiped away that part of his memory. So he doesn't know what happened when he died, so that's why he's asking me. But she doesn't, she's like, nope, not telling you. She does not want to talk about it. Uh, nope. She just wants to get on with the paperwork. Although she doesn't like paperwork. So they go to meet the warden and, um, and he sort of starts to bring the paperwork up and it seems like there's something off because the guard locks the door and the phone's off the hook and the coffee pot is burning and uh, yeah, seemingly the warden and his guard have been infected by uh, Ghost Lucy and they attack Coulson and May. Now obviously this doesn't end well for them because May beats up the warden and uh, Coulson gets to use his cool shield thing again and knocks out the the guard, and they end up barricading themselves into the warden inside the warden's office, away from the rest of the guards who are seemingly also all infected. Right. So they're on, they're on the west side of the building, and we find out that Eli Morrow is on the east side of the building. So the rest of the, sh- the rest of the shields uh, makes a plan to storm in. Um, Robbie and Mac lead a team to extract Eli Morrow, whilst Daisy, who's wearing new gauntlets, but she's not allowed to quake in them because she could shatter every bone in her body. Which kind of said to me, okay, we can't afford to have you quake this week, so don't do it. <laughs> like, okay. Like, we can't afford to break down walls of a prison. Just, you, no quaking for you this week. No, no. Uh, so she heads off to find uh, Coulson and May. Uh, Fitz has managed to perfect the cure to the ghost virus, however, which he calls sanity. So that was quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, we then see Simmons take her uh, lie detector test, where she reveals to the guy asking the questions that she was a member of Hydra, but uh, was undercover for Shield, and her loyalties are with Shield. And the guy's like, "What? You were you're in Hydra? What the what the hell was going on?" But he's like, "Okay, well, she's telling the truth." But yeah, yeah, she she kind of flaps though when she's asked if she's received if she's received uh, sensitive information which she has not revealed to her higher ups. And at this point, the director enters and takes her away. And you're like, oh, she's been cut out. She's gone out the door. Yeah, that that was a little. Uh, now, I was a little mm. concerned there. It's like, uh oh, what's going to happen yeah, I th- here? I thought <laughs> I thought something was gonna. Going to go really bad there, but uh, meanwhile, back over at the prison, Robbie sees uh, a dude from the fifth local street gang uh, who was seemingly involved in his uh, in the sort of incident that led to him becoming Ghost Rider and uh, Gabe beca- uh, being paralyzed. But Mac is like, "No, we're not here for this," and drags him away. And he kind of allows himself to be dragged away because he doesn't want to become the Ghost Rider because he doesn't want Eli to find out about him being Ghost Rider. Right. 
Uh, Daisy does manage to rescue Colson and Mail. They didn't really need rescuing. She didn't even do anything. Like, literally, one of the people that she was with placed a little splinter bomb thing on the door and blew it open, and, and they, they knocked out, like, two guys, and Colson and Mail were standing behind the door, just, like, ready. I mean, they barricaded themselves, and they could have just opened the door. True. <laughs> didn't need to blow the door open. Causing unnecessary damage. Uh, so they uh, they give uh, the warden and his aides the sanity because they'll need them for later on. Although we never see them again in the episode. Uh, Ghost Lucy lets a bunch of prisoners who are are all watchdogs. So seemingly the watchdogs have infiltrated the prisons and started recruiting people in the prisons and basically getting them to spout their rhetoric about hating inhumans and whatnot. Because they've all got like matching watchdog tattoos. I mean, suppose in prison you'd probably be open to that sort of thing, like to form a bond with your fellow inmates and, and whatnot. I don't know. <laughs> so, it's a gang culture in there, I imagine. You want you want to fit in before they fit yep. something in you. <laughs> so yeah, she lets a bunch of these prisoners out to attack Coulson, uh, me and Daisy. And Fitz has to open all the doors in the prison to let them escape. And my question here was like, why didn't he just like open it for a second and then close them again? Like, because if you can open them, you can close them. So why didn't you just close them again? Valid point. Like, what are you doing, Fitz? Because they could have literally like went vroom vroom and got out the door and got back in before they, anybody even attacked them. And it would have solved all the problem of those, all these guys chasing them. Well, maybe some would leak out. Yeah, possibly. Uh, so back at shield, back at shield base, uh, the director asks Simmons if he can trust her. She's like, uh, "Definitely." And we obviously think that this is to do with her uh, lying at the lie detector test, but it's actually not because he wants her to help uh, help him with his debate that he's about to have with uh, Senator Nadir on live television. He wants her basically on comms and he's here. And Simmons is breathing a heavy sigh of relief at this point. Although she, they are alive in 15 minutes, so she doesn't get too much time to, to rest. Prep. No prep time. Now, uh, no prep time at all. Now, back over at the at the prison, uh, Robbie kills uh, one of the ghosts that's there with Lucy. So I think there's like two other ghosts with, with her at this point. I, th- I think it was two, maybe three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robbie kills one of the ghosts using a handy chain that he just found lying around on the floor. A different chain mm-hmm. from last week. Because remember, he walked away with the chain last week. You would think he would just keep that chain on him at all times. But no, he's like, oh, there's a chain. Okay, there we go. Why did you leave chains lying around in a prison? Like, loose chains. <laughs> that seems a bit odd, but okay. <laughs> this seems dangerous. You, but, you put way yeah. too much thinking into this, Andy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so he kills one of the ghosts using the chain, uh, and Max says, "Ghost busted." Yes. Yeah, you kind of you had to put like a ghost busting line in there somewhere, I suppose. I think I ain't afraid of no ghost would have been better. Yeah, it would have been much better. Like he's just going ghost busted. You're like, oh, it seems like really corny and off edge. But yeah, if he'd said like I ain't afraid of no ghost, it would would have been much better. Or if Robbie had said it, even better. Mm. Um, 
and he, uh, Robbie then kills another one using just his hand. Just like puts his hand on the guy's head. And but um, during this, Mac does manage, does get infected by one of the ghosts and has to inject himself with the sanity. Did now, uh, during the life, no, he did not. And Mac uh, like has mentioned bef- like before, and in, I think in this episode as well, that he does not like needles. <laughs> no. He's like, oh hell no. <laughs> Now, uh, during the debate, the debate uh, on ABC with uh, the director Jeffrey Mace and Senator Senator Nadir, um Now, I, I thought it was weird that this is on ABC because I don't think we've seen like ABC. They're doing a lot more of that synergy stuff. The guy who uh, was mm-hmm. the interviewer, George Stephanopoulos, mm-hmm. uh, okay, is one of the newsman on on uh, ABC nightly news and he oh, okay cool. he, he also does the political uh, the Sunday morning political talk show and he is uh, Bill Clinton's former press secretary or chief of staff oh okay <laughs> one or, one or one or two he was either the press secretary or the chief of staff but uh he is. We we watch him every Sunday morning, you know, mm. to get to get our latest Trump and Hillary news here. So, uh, <laughs> he, so and I'm seeing that they they did that on another show recently too, where they uh, they're bringing in uh, actual news personalities uh, to 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 the television shows. So, I think it's. I cool. suppose I mean like. Yeah, if I mean, see if you're a news personality, mm-hmm. you'd be well up for doing that, wouldn't you? And if if they can work out the branding and stuff like that, because I mean, this show's on ABC, so it makes yeah. sense for them to put the ABC news in there. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, like if if you are like a news personality and uh, Marvel comes up to you and goes, "Oh, do you want to be in Marvel's Agents of Shield for a, a small segment?" Ah, uh, hell yeah! It's like yeah. talking to like a, a like a fictional superhero type thing. Uh, hell yes! If uh... I, I would well want to do that. You used to watch Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. And when they had, like, uh, sometimes they would have the Nashville stars uh, appear on Good Morning America. Well, that okay, is, yeah. that is the ABC morning news show, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's their morning television mm. show. So uh, they, yeah, they've cool. been doing a little more of that. Thanks. Um, so we get to this debate. Um, in this sort of introduction to it, we find out that Jeffrey Mace is regarded as a hero for his efforts during the UN bombing in Vienna. So now, if you remember back to the events of Captain America's Civil War, yeah. this is when Baron Zemo, disguised as the Winter Soldier, blew up the building in turn killing Black Panther's father, King Chaka. Which I thought was quite cool. You know, I had to like dig a little bit to find to to just double check that because uh, the UN attack. There was a UN attack in Shield before, right. if you remember. Like there was the whole thing with uh, I think it was what's his name uh, Talbot. Then there was a whole attack on the UN then, and it was like Hydra claiming it was it was Shield. And it, like when I looked this up, and I'm like, this was not what happened there. But yeah, so it's relating to the attack on the Sokovia Accords in, in Vienna when they were going to sign it. And we all know that Jeffrey Mace wasn't there because we didn't see him. 
Yeah, but it's a big, big building, <laughs> and we only saw a very, very small segment of it. Yeah. I'm so... foreshadowing the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay, yeah, yeah I see, I see. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers! Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Simmons feeds uh, science inf- information about Inhumans into the director's ear, which he masterfully spins into an amazing PR speech. Like, <laughs> she's giving him, like, the, the stats, and he's like, uh, and he's just, uh, like, I, I, I can't reiterate the way he said it, but, oh, this this guy just is a absolute masterclass in, in PR. He needs to see these U.S. election people. They have nothing on this guy. This is the guy. This uh, vote for vote for Jeffrey Mace. No. Twenty sixteen. No, Jeffrey no, Mace happens. <laughs> no. I'm Je- sorry, Chip. After his performance here, I'm no. Oh, <laughs> fine. He can be my vice president. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Chip. Uh, <laughs> Sella Mace. There you go. <laughs> right, well. Jesus. Yeah, uh, he did it so Even well. Even your sorry, Chip. I betrayed me. you. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, the, after like a, a couple of tough questions, um, the director goes off comms because um, Simmons is trying to tell him to like stay on his point, stay on message. And he's like, because uh, I think Senator Nadir asked him, uh, why is he the right man to lead, uh, like lead Shield now going forward? Uh, sort of accusing him of being not the right person. Um, and Simmons is like, oh no, stay on point. But he puts the comms off, and he reveals himself to the world as an in, as an inhuman. So he's like, "This is why I am the right person because I'm an inhuman, and I like humans, and I like inhumans, and I want to bring them all together." Smart PR move, whether or not Ballsy. it's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, we th- we do think he's an inhuman because he uh, did lift me <laughs> before. Although she's not, she's, she's probably not that heavy. No, she is. Uh, now back, yeah. Uh, now back over. Although I don't think I could lift her like he did. <laughs> Definitely not. And I don't think she would let. <laughs> she would let you lift her anyway. Uh, now back over at the prison, uh, Daisy decides to take on all of the prisoners on her own, uh, shutting Coulson and May out, literally and figuratively, like literally just shoving them out the door. Uh, she does stab one of the prisoners in the arm with a knife in here as well, which is quite brutal for Daisy. She isn't. Like, I've never seen her wield a weapon like this before, but she like disarms one of the guys with a knife and is just like, oh, what will I do with this? I'll just stab it into this guy's arm. Okay. Desperate times. I need to get rid of this. Oof. But yeah, she's like, she's not, still not quite in her right mind. She's still being mopey, like suicidey daisy. It's quite, it's kind of grinding on my gears a little bit. Um, Coulson and May, meanwhile, uh, find another way into the, it's like a, a dining room uh, slash kitchen that Daisy's fighting all these guys in. Uh, Coulson and May climb into the kitchen through a garbage chute and help Daisy. And in amongst that, May does tell Coulson what she saw when she, quote-unquote, died. And it was Coulson. <laughs> she saw Phil Coulson. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what's going on there, May? Have you got a thing for Coulson? Is that what it is? I think there is something there. Yeah, I think there's a wee, a wee something brewing there. We'll see how that pans out, but she's like, don't overthink it. Go in the garbage chute. <laughs> Maybe she was just trying to show so, uh, too. 
Good win, yeah, because I mean that's a good way to shut him up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Robbie and Mac extract Eli from his cell, and uh, just after this, we see that Ghost Lucy goes into the cell as well, and she sees a photo of Gabe and Robbie in his empty cell. So we can kind of assume that she's going to go after uh, one or both of them next to try and get to Eli. Now, that was certainly my thought anyway. Uh, Mac, during the, this extract, though, stops along the way to save a couple of guards who are trapped. And Robbie continues on with Eli until they get to one of the cell that he passed earlier on, where he tells Eli, just, oh, head on out of here on your own. You'll be fine. A prisoner just, like, walking out of prison on his own is going to be totally fine. <laughs> just go to shield it outside somewhere. Oh, it'll be fine. Because he's got one last thing that he needs to take. Yeah, that was a little hanky. Yeah, but I mean, with all the other chaos going on there, one prisoner just like walking out, uh, it's like uh, all the guards are like nowhere to be seen. It was like we saw at the, at the beginning of the episode that all they're all infected and just running about crazy. Um, but yeah, so uh, Robbie has to go back because he wants to deal with this dude that he saw earlier from the Fifth Street locals. Now, uh, he he's, so he asks him directly about the the incident in which his brother got. Uh, I got injured, and the dude from the Fifth Street Locals tells Robbie that it was a hit, but that he doesn't know who ordered it. So Robbie goes all Ghost Rider on him anyway and burns him up before leaving. And this uh, this uh, burning man coming out of the cell with his head on fire immediately stops all of the other prisoners from fighting. He is the best prison guard ever. <laughs> It, this is how to solve any problem in any prison. Send the fucking Ghost Rider in. Problem solved. Your prisoners will be model prisoners. They will not misbehave at all. If you saw a guy with a flaming skull, you'd probably stop what you're doing too. A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> I would say, can I help you there, sir? Would you like a glass of water to put out your burning head? <laughs> but yeah, best prison guard ever. Uh, so Robin Mac exit then exit separately and discover that Eli is missing. Uh, we see that sh- he has been kidnapped by by Lucy in an ambulance. Uh, the director's ratings following the debate are through the roof, obviously because he's a PR master, mm-hmm. seemingly. Which, like, I don't know where that comes from because he's kind of awkward at times and like stiff and sticky. But then like when you you put a camera on this guy and he's like, blah, 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 he, he's just like. He's he's the king of the world, like <laughs> he's so good. Um, but he then asks Simmons about her polygraph and uh, says about the the kind of slightly iffy results that she got earlier on that day. And he's like, I think you should take another one. But she kind of like whispers up to him that she knows he was lying about being a hero in Vienna from his uh, micro expressions and. That if she was asked a question about it during the uh, the lie detector test, she wouldn't be able to lie about it. So he then exempts her from any further lie detector tests. And she, she leaves the room saying, a team that trusts is a team that triumphs. <laughs> yeah, this was weird. I am not exactly sure what she has on him. Oh, what it was is, uh, see, when he was doing the interview? Mm. And... And it was talking about his uh, him being a hero for the stuff that happened in Vienna. Okay. 
Well, his, his, yeah, his micro expressions, uh, like betrayed the fact that he uh, is not a hero, and something different happened in Vienna. So he was either been lying about that, or it's been some spin story that's been concocted. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now I understand that. Yeah, I thought that's what you were getting at earlier on. <laughs> no. Well, yes, yes, and no. Uh, but keep going. We'll get to. It. We'll okay. Get there. Yeah. So uh, May meets with Daisy and tells her that distancing, this uh, whole distancing move thing that she's trying to do doesn't work for one simple reason. Phil Coulson. Because uh, Phil Coulson obviously cares about, about Daisy and uh, like you don't get to choose the people that care about you and whatnot. And Coulson has a bigger heart than most. Which is nice. pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. He, he but, was uh, bugging me about what I saw when I died. <laughs> yeah. But she, Daisy does still say that after this op, she's gone. She's done. You're like, okay. What are you going to do? Like, where do you find purpose if you're not S.H.I.E.L.D.? She needs to be back in S.H.I.E.L.D. fold. Anyway, um, we then see Lucy forcing Eli to read the Darkhold to try to come up with a way to fix her and basically finish what they started. So the the words appear in the book for Eli, and he seems to get excited by this, which which was weird because it was kind of I kind of thought that the book had has some sort of hold over the people that read it and gives them a sort of fixation on it because of this. Because we saw like both Joseph and Lucy get a bit kind of giddy like this when they read the book as well. They're like, oh my god, this is like an amazing thing that we can do to change the world, all that sort of stuff. Uh, we then see the director meeting with. Senator Nadir, who pulls up a bunch of uh, video footage from the prison on her laptop and threatens to release this to the public. Uh, I think it's like one of the news channels, uh, ABC News actually, I think she wants to release it to. And uh, it's like video images of the prison op with S.H.I.E.L.D. working with Quake and Ghost Rider. And also Phil Coulson, because in the public eye, he's dead. Like, she didn't mention that. You know, I, I thought she should have called that up as well. But anyway. Um, she might not and know he's who just Phil like, Coulson okay. is. Possibly not, but I mean, if she's done a recent... Like, they should know because the we know that all the S.H.I.E.L.D. files got released to the public mm-hmm. in the wake of the whole Winter Soldier thing. So they're there. And we know that Phil Coulson being alive is not part of that. But Phil Coulson being dead certainly would be. Um, but yeah, so she she threatens to release these images, and he's basically like, "Oh, what do you want?" He's, she's basically blackmailing him. Uh, now, obviously, the director didn't know that they'd been working with Ghost Rider, and he kind of uh, he was kind of like okay when he seen uh, when he seen Quake. He was like, "Okay, well that makes sense." And then when he sees the Ghost Rider, he's like, "What the oh, fuck? Shit. What's this?" <laughs> <laughs> what he's like, "Are they doing?" Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's like, I need to fix this. Um, but yeah, he's like, what do you want? Well, see, and, this and that's is... the end of that episode, right? Mm-hmm. And she also seemed to know something about what happened at the UN thing too, and that, and you yep. was going to blackmail him about that as well. And that was where I was like, okay, there's more to this than uh, we know. Yeah, so obviously we'll get more about that in future episodes. I, I assume and. Mm-hmm. I just hope that this whole thing ends up with like the director 
succumbing to some sort of end and Coulson having to step back in and be the director again. Because I don't like Coulson having to take orders from somebody. I think Coulson should be the guy in charge because he's the guy with the plays. He knows what to do. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, I think he likes being back. You know, he likes being back in the field until he does have to take an order. Because he doesn't take orders well, and he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Uh, you know, and he he doesn't follow them well. He doesn't follow them at all. The guy's like, "Oh, go and do this." Goes like, "Okay, goes and does something else." Yeah. So yeah, good good episode. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, it had its moments. Uh, I thought I, I I thought it was a big mic drop when uh, the director revealed that uh, he is a uh, an inhuman. I didn't see that mm, coming. Yep. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. saw that coming. No. But um, so I I, f- I found that interesting. Uh, Seeing Robbie Reyes let loose like that was a bit disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we know, you know, we know he's the spirit of vengeance. We know, you know, this is one of the guys that, uh, you know, screwed up his brother. Um, but it's, I mean, he still pretty much just killed him in cold blood. <laughs> yeah, he totally did. I mean, the guy's just sitting there in prison serving his time for the crimes that he has committed, like he's been convicted of these crimes, um, and like uh, I think Senator Nadir says it later on in the episode, she's like, he's a model prisoner, like so he's not doing anything wrong, say, in prison. He's just sitting, and he's not even fighting in, in like the, the brawls that are going on, he's just chilling, sitting and reading his book, and like just serving his time, which... Most prisoners are not doing, as we can see. They're just like, "Oh, there's a riot! Cool, let's go and fight." <laughs> they're all just fighting, but this guy's just sitting in his cell, having his time, doing his bit. And uh, just <laughs> Robbie Reyes just comes up in his joint and kills him for something he did, like years or something that he. It wasn't even him that did it. He was just part of a gang that did something, and he was in jail when it happened, so he had nothing to do with it. You kind of feel a bit sorry for the guy. Who's, like, I mean, he's prob- he's done bad things, clearly, mm-hmm. or he wouldn't be in there in the first place. But, uh, yeah, he, he probably didn't deserve to die quite like that. So. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's the S.H.I.E.L.D. version of the Punisher, I guess, might be the way to put it. Kind of, yeah, kind of. But yeah, good, good episode. I enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I think we only had uh, we had one tweet about this one. Okay. You, you can you pull it up because yeah, I've got I've got it here. So it was uh, Tim, Tim Hernandez said, uh, "How can anyone complain about Taco Tuesday? How rude!" <laughs> Taco Taco Tuesday is a, is an institution. Yep. <laughs> you, you need to bring it over to Scotland, Andy. Yeah, I need to. I need to start that. We don't really have we don't really do tacos over here. No, like is like ta- tacos. You would only fill it with like uh, like Mex- Mexican food, yeah. Like uh, tacos are Mexican, uh, min- minced minced beef sort of thing. Yeah, ground beef, chili, yeah, like chili and whatnot. Right. But like normally, I, like if I'm eating chili, I'm I always eat it with uh, like wraps, <laughs> like cornflour wraps. <laughs> that's that's just how we eat it over here. 
Kind of like uh, like burritos. Yeah. More like that. I mean, I like... I don't really like tacos. I, 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 I just don't really like tacos. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, you got to just... load them up right, all right? Uh, yeah. And, you know, there's the it's soft taco the and there is the hard taco. Yeah. You know. we, see, we don't... I've never seen a soft taco. It's always hard tacos. Okay. That we, we have here and they're terrible. They just break. You try and eat something, it's like all over your hand. Like, why the fuck <laughs> yeah, eat that's this? that's kind of the way it is here, too. Um, yeah. But, um... You know, I mean, you know, you got to load them up. You got to have, you got to have your ground beef. You got to have a lot of cheese in it. Um, maybe a little diced tomato, a little lettuce, maybe some onion and some taco sauce. Mm. And I, it, I, I, they taste different than burritos. I mean, mm. you could put the same shit in a burrito and it would taste completely different than a taco. In my okay. opinion. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't complain about Taco Tuesday. Um, <laughs> so I, I have the numbers for last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of st- holding steady at a point eight. It's, you know, in last place. Uh, I did not see the DVR numbers for last week. Um, I don't even know if they were up yet, uh, or the seven day. No, they usually take a little time. Uh, but let me take mm. a look. But uh, it's doing a point eight, and it's actually, huh? Here we go. DVR ratings. They hide them. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, um, da, 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 da. where is it designated? So uh, it's holding at a point eight, which isn't great, but it's still decent for. That's not going to be it. That's the cable. Uh, but it's decent for the time the time slot or uh, for ABC in that time slot. And then hmm. uh, let's see here. Where is it? I, I try to have all this set up, and it's like, shit, I forgot to pull up the DVR <laughs> numbers. Um, <laughs> da, 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 top. Yeah, it's not doing great. The, I'm not seeing it uh, on the numbers here, but I'm really scanning fast. Start. I'm not seeing it in the top 25. Mm, okay. So that's not good. Because where this show used to uh, thrive was on DVR numbers. Yep. And it's not pulling in those DVR numbers the way it used to. So something to think about. Uh, one of the things this site does, and this is TV by the numbers that I use, is it also rate shows for the possibility of being canceled. Mm-hmm. And uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is at, is at the 50-50 mark for uh, whether or not it'll come back next year. Which is mm-hmm. better than the numbers yeah. you and I... You and I have already buried the shit. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, not my, because it was bad or anything, just... 
the numbers aren't. It there. just kind of seems. It feels. Yeah, yeah, because of the numbers and like it just kind of feels from everything that they've been saying. Like this is the last season and everything they're doing in the show as well. But my wife had a a good idea. What they might do is because they like when they package these things for syndication, they like to have a hundred episodes. Maybe yeah. we, maybe we get a half season next year. Yeah, I would like yeah, like a shorter season and then something else replaces it and after the winter break, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean that that would make sense. Um like a kind of Agents of Shield big finale. The final the like they call it the final season. Yeah. Like they do when it's the last season of whatever show it is. That would give them Yeah, a, that would that would make sense. That would give them a a way to uh, finish it off. Mm. So, but, but that's it. I, I, I'm surprised that uh, it didn't do well in the plus threes. Mm. So, but um, I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't the best episode, but it was decent. Yeah. But I mean, what you're and I, you're in my. Uh, Theory is that this that it's going to thrive in the DVR numbers, and well, right now it isn't. Hmm. DVD sales, maybe. <laughs> That's not helping. Clutching its straws here. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's go to Netflix. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so, we're gonna wrap up this show, and then we're gonna do yep. another show. Yep. <laughs> so we will see you guys in about 30 seconds when, when we do uh, episode six of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Andy, where can people find you besides 30 seconds? Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, in 30 seconds from now, you can find me here, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on 40 to level one Tuesdays on all games. Uh, 1.30 Eastern, uh, sorry, 1.30 Pacific, 4.30 Eastern, 9.30 Greenwich Mean Time. Video games, comics, movies, we talk all of it live. Go check it out, allgames.com. I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> <laughs> and I can be found Tuesday nights on allgames.com as well on the B-Team podcast with Ryan, Fred, and Eli, where we talk games, tech, and some movies and TV. Um, this week we had a special guest. We had Normie, also known as Wrong, on the show. <laughs> and uh, Normie is my co-host with Eli on... The show I do Thursday nights on allgames.com, Knuckleballer Radio, uh, Sean, Normie, Eli, and I, where we talk whatever we want to talk about. And last week we decided that uh, Normie is an asshole and should stop spoiling. Yes, I, yes, I do concur with that. Because I did, I, I actually just listened to that show earlier on today, yeah. and uh, yes, I do concur with that. Her, her, like, see her putting like up our video that's tagged. Uh, the Walking Dead spoilers reaction video. That's fine. But her putting up like a photo of like the character that died in that specific show, like with R.I.P. on it, like as a profile picture, you know, like two days after the show. No, that's not cool. Like you need to wait at least a week for well, something like that. You need I, to wait a week. I do have a rebuttal and I'm doing Knuckleballer tomorrow night and it may come up again because Sean wasn't there to support Normie. Because Sean mm. is a Sean's a big spoiler guy too, and mm. uh, it's, it, it, here's my theory. But 
or Normie, Normie's justification is she waited three days and then she put up as her profile picture a picture of the person that dies in The Walking Dead, and we're not going to spoil it here. Um, no. <laughs> no, definitely not. This is not the place. <laughs> where it said R.I.P. with the char- mm-hmm. and, and it's a picture that, because she met the character at a convention. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eli and I were that, uh, that's not right, because some people, you know, t- they don't get to see yep. the show as soon as, uh, you know, right away, and you know they work and all that stuff. Um, and the problem is when you change your profile picture on Facebook, everybody that follows you sees it. There's no way not yep. to see it. So, nope. <laughs> and, but she goes, well, then you should you should just not go on Facebook until you're ready. <laughs> and that that that's that's her logic. It's like using that logic. Uh, I guess I could put up, uh, change my profile picture to a picture of my hairy, wrinkled ass, complete with dingleberries, <laughs> as my profile picture. And if you don't want to see it, well, then you shouldn't go on Facebook. You weren't ready to see that. No, no. <laughs> nobody's ready to see that. Uh, but, uh, you know. but, but the way I was thinking, it was like, like if if we were to do something like that, say, like, say for example, like Colson had died in that episode last week and we two days later put up an r.i.p colson thing on one of our facebook pages or like even the agents shieldcast page um that's not cool because like the people that are like friends with us on facebook or even more specifically the people that are like watch agents of shield and follow our facebook page like those people might not have seen the episode yet well because i mean some people wait until the, sh- the whole season's out before they watch it and they deliberately avoid spoilers like they don't go, they don't go searching for the things about The Walking Dead. They don't go with that, but they might still be friends with people that that watch the show. And like, unless you're tagging something a specific spoiler warning yeah, before I, you can read it, like you guys were saying on the show, then you you can't post something like that. It's not cool. At, at least you need to wait at least a week. After I, I after a week, week, like yeah, like most people that like care a lot about not getting things spoiled for them will have seen it or like they'll have had this spoiled for them by someone at work or something like that and, and they won't care anymore if you're list- i mean if you're listening to the show you the agents of shield cast or uh mm. zombie cast with sean and Nori, yeah. um and you're listening to the episode that they record after that uh last week's episode aired you know they're going to talk about it just like when yep. we did uh, the season finale of S.H.I.E.L.D. last year, you know, yes, we are going to spoil everything because that's what the, the show is about the show. Yep. <laughs> about 40% of the time the show is about the show. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the rest um, of the time it's about food. <laughs> well, it's about anything else because we got to come up with, yeah. you know, about 45, 50 episodes a, a year. But and there's only 22 uh, <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but um, so, uh, you know, so if you're listening to, I mean, obviously, if you listen to The Walking Dead and they're, ta- and you know, they're going to talk about that episode and they're going to spoil it. And, you know, honestly, I probably came the closest to putting a spoiler up on Shieldcast last year when um, the, the day after the finale, I put up It's a Great mm. Day in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I didn't come out. But I mean, that's. And, I didn't come out and say no, they that, killed yeah. the weenie. Yeah, I mean that's so vague that it could mean yeah. literally a thousand different things. Yes. 
And it could be not even about S.H.I.E.L.D. It could be about like a comic book that you read, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or that you just bought, like, uh, I don't know, the, uh, De- the Deadpool video game, like that sort of thing. So, but, yeah, so, uh, but, yeah, if you want to, if you want to hear the debate, go listen to Knuckleballer Radio. We, ha- we have a good time doing the show. And it, it one week it could be about spoiling ep- uh, things. Next week it could be about politics. It could be just about anything. So mm. uh, we we have a lot of fun doing it, but all right. Yeah, I highly recommend last week's episode. It was it was very funny, and uh, it, just spoiler warning by the way before yeah. you go and listen to it, The Walking Dead, you need to have watched the season premiere of this season over The Walking Dead before you listen. Otherwise, it will be spoiled for you. <laughs> yeah. Or you're like me and you don't give a shit because you don't watch The Walking. Yeah, Dead. yeah. So well, uh, maybe that's because Normie spoiled it for you. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm not watching The Walking Dead. Normie spoiled it yeah. for me. All right, so I don't care uh, if it's a quick pit stop or not. Whatever you do, down! Touch Lola. Night, guys. And welcome to another episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. I am Captain... Fuck. Captain... Nice. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> and it won't in... be that long. There's no news. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no news. Okay. And in three, two, one...